0: Welcome to the Nerd Party. Maximum more Punch it. Punch it. Punch it, Bishop! Punch it.
1: Punch that shit! Let's punch it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Punch It! I am your co-host, Tristan Riddell, and with me, as always, is...
0: Charlene Schmidt.
1: Today, we are honoring a promise that we made last week. And last week, we talked about reunions and revivals and reboots and everything like that, about how the nostalgia factor is really kicking in and how they're coming at us really hard. And so we were talking about what's something that would be fun and lighthearted and interesting... Something from our childhoods that would be that would be nice to have a revival, whether it's a um, a series of episodes or a reunion show, a reunion episode or a TV movie, something like that. We bounce around ideas for like Cheers or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But I think we finally nailed Home Improvement, the Tim Allen show that aired uh, originally in 1991.
0: That seems so long ago and yet not.
1: That feels like forever ago to me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, it does, but it doesn't. It's it's a strange thing. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I feel like the older you get, the more life is a blur. So that could have been yesterday. It could have been, it is more than 20 years ago. It's all the same anymore.
1: I was five or six at the time when it aired.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I was in elementary school. I was just a little bit older than you. So yes, it really was a while ago, and we were very young. <laughs>
1: young and naive and so yeah and so like some of you might be thinking like like oh my gosh you know like you're not exactly striking while the iron is hot this show was in 91 and ended in 99 but that's just the thing is that Roseanne is coming back Xena is coming back X-Files is coming back all these 90s shows
0: we talked about all of it
1: yeah are coming back and so
0: yeah the nostalgia factor is so high I feel like any show that's been made within the last 25 years is practically up for grabs. So why not Home Improvement? Why not any show that you liked from the 90s at this point?
1: Yeah. I feel like there's just executives with a dartboard and they just they <laughs> yeah. throw it at the door and they're like, okay, and boom, then, Roseanne bam. Revival. There we go.
0: There we go. Okay, we're going to go do that. <laughs> it, it, I, it's just about, I think, as effective as what is really happening. So, yeah, I think that's a completely <laughs> valid theory.
1: Like, you know that we're just, like, a breath away from getting a Perfect Strangers reboot and a Family Matters reunion. Oh, my God.
0: Perfect Strangers. You know, speaking of which, I saw that the uh, two cast members who played Balky and, oh, God, what is his name even? I even watched this show, but it's been so long. They reunited. They took a photo not that long ago. So,
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: So there is that much, and who knows, maybe that will spark the Perfect Strangers revival. And yeah, (laughs) you know what? I think my nostalgia Funny Bone has just been tickled to death at this point. Um, Once we're done with this Home Improvement reunion show, I think I'm done for a good long while.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, all things have trends, and all things have waves. And, you know, like, I feel like the superhero era will die down eventually,
0: That's another thing I'm sick of, by the way, is I am so completely not interested in any more superhero films ever for at least a very long freaking time. I mean, that is all that seems to be dominating in the cinemas. And I'm sorry, I know that a lot of our nerd party audience is big on these and a lot of our fellow hosts on the network are huge into these films. Sorry, unpopular opinion. I could not care any less than I do because it's nil.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing is that I'm not down to nil, but my excitement level has definitely plummeted since Dark Knight was out and Iron Man 1 was out and everything like that. So basically, you know,
0: it's just just exhaustion and same goes for this nostalgia thing. So let's take one big deep breath, knock this out and then move on.
1: I think what we talked about last week was you were going to come to the table with a story in mind, and so was I, and then we were going to move forward with one of them or an amalgamation or something like that.
0: Yes. We're going to have our pitch, and then we're going to see where we go from there, and then we'll write everything else on the fly as we tend to do.
1: All right. Well, since I am leading this episode today, then I have the power to make you go first. So how about you grace us with your idea?
0: Okay. Well, my big impetus... For this reunion, which I envision as being like a one hour long ABC network, you know, event. And it's a standalone event. They're not going to continue and then just, oh, this was such a success. We're going to do a season. No, this is it. This is all we're doing. This is all we're going to need to know about the Taylor family in 2017. I feel we give an introduction to kind of bring everybody up to speed. What is everybody doing? We kind of get a feel for life. You know, we, mo- we know that they moved to Indiana and uh, Jill was going to take a job with something in the psychology field. And I'm so sorry, I don't remember what the job was. I tried to research it and could not find anything in the wikis. And it's, I remember watching this stuff back in 1999, but that was a long time ago. I don't remember what the job was. So I'm assigning her uh, the job of being a college counselor. She's had a very successful career with that. Okay. She loves it. She enjoys it. She's, she knows that she's doing good work, and it's been fantastic. Life has actually been pretty great in Indiana, whereas uh, Tim has actually become a quote-unquote real handyman, has learned to do things properly, and has run a successful small business doing this. Well, that's well and good, I mean, you can kind of maybe tell in the background as we go through this, that maybe Tim is a little bored. You know, he's not completely fulfilled. I mean, you go down from doing a TV show to just being an average Joe, actually fixing things and not having a ton of fun with it. What do you do? I mean, he he's kind of at a breaking point where he either needs to change careers or something has got he's got to put a little twist in his life he's getting bored he's having his midlife crisis in a weird way (laughs) meanwhile the kids they're all grown up they've gone off and they've done things and we could go into the details of that or not right now that does not matter but the big break the big thing I want to pitch is that Jill loses her job and that turns everything upside down because she's kind of been the big breadwinner for the family since they moved down. I mean, she's had the more dominant career. She's been making the most money. She's the most involved in life there. So when she loses her job, do they have a reason to stay in Indiana? And then we talked about this last week where we want to bring the band back together and they're going to do the show again, Tim and Al. And so then you bring that into the picture. And so then they have to make the choice. Do they do this or don't they?
1: Okay. Okay. Well that's uh that's not too terribly different from my idea but okay so just a couple of minutes ago I watched the last episode again
0: Oh, that was very smart of you
1: they actually don't move to Indiana
0: wait okay what? Oh sh-
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, no 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 like it, it's fine like your premise still works it absolutely works because here's the thing is that I like I thought that too because the last image that you're left with, of the show is them literally moving their house. Like yes. they uproot their house and put it on a barge and then move it down the river. That is
0: what I remember. Yes.
1: What that was, I thought so too. I did. For ever since 1999, that is what I thought what happened, or that's what I remembered what happened. What actually happens is that Al and Trudy have their wedding in uh, Jill and Tim's backyard. And then the whole, they're gone. They're married and everything like that. And so it's just Jill and Tim in the backyard. They're having a nice moment. They're talking about, should we leave? Should we not? And Jill tells him, listen, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave this house. I don't want to leave Detroit. I don't want to leave this life that we've made for ourselves. And he's like, he's like, okay, well, if that's really what you want. And he goes, he's like, you know, if we ever do move, maybe we don't have to leave the house. And then a little imaginary thought bubble goes above his head. And it's a hypothetical situation of what happens if they move someday down the line. They'll take the house with them.
0: I'll be darned. (laughs) That is what happens with memory degrading over time, is you remember the little bits and pieces. String it all together, because you Mm. and I both believe this. Like, we were talking about it off camera. (laughs)
1: 100%. Oh,
0: I feel awful now, because now we have to... Unless you have a better idea, we have to find a way to retcon where ultimately they did move to Indiana if we use my idea because that's what I said happened.
1: <laughs> Here's my idea. Like, listen to my idea and see and see how you feel. I'll give the bare bones so that we can actually expound upon it if we want to. So they stay in Detroit. Tim stays with Tool Time and becomes the executive producer because that's what they were flaunting in front of him because like they have... He has his last episode of Tool Time, but it's such a ratings hit that they're like, oh crap, okay, like you're a ratings monster, you prove that you know what you're doing, we won't take the show away from you, we won't end the show, here's more money, and we'll make you an EP. And Tim doesn't want to say yes, because he wants Jill to to take that job. He wants Jill to to get the job. And so she decides, no, I'm not going to take the job in Bloomington, because I love our life here in Detroit. And so Tim's like, okay, fine, I'll continue as EP. Now- with that, I in my mind, what happens is, is that he does that for a couple of years, maybe five, okay? Like for five years. And just the economics of TV change, the economics of the station change, Detroit starts to plummet.
0: Yeah, they suffered horribly in the recession.
1: Absolutely. And so like let's say that they get to the recession, but it was already dwindling well before then. And so let's say that Tim gets out right at the end of the recession. They they cancel the show. But while the show's still going on, Jill gets her doctorate, not just her master's in psychology, so that she can actually have her own practice. And so she does have her own practice, and it's super successful. It's her practice, but she also she has other psychiatrists and psychologists that come on board and use the space and blah, 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 blah. So she's just like, this is her time. Tool time was... Uh, was Tim's thing and Tim's time and he that kind of dominated the family for right. years over a decade and so he's gladly encouraging Jill to do this and and to like focus on her career and everything like that and so he kind of you know once tool time kind of fades and he realizes that he had some money saved away from tool time and Jill's job is going so well, he doesn't really do anything. He's just kind of like, okay, he's just going to stay home and like do projects.
0: Oh, I like it.
1: And like, he just starts building things at home. You know, he starts building a (laughs) boat, you know, and things go crazy and everything like that. He's
0: woodworking. He's taking up all sorts of things. He's becoming a Renaissance man, maybe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's expanding his palette when it comes to home improvement and comes to other things like that. And so what happens is, is that he's even worse with electronics than he is with machines. Oh my. And like with the computer and everything like that. And so what happens is, is that let's say Randy. Okay. So like he's FaceTiming with Randy. Okay. And, but like Randy has to talk him through it. Wait, no, not Randy. No, I don't, I don't like Randy, Brad, Brad, the older oh, okay. one, he, the oldest all son. All right. All right. So he's, he's FaceTiming with Brad, the oldest son, the blonde one. And Brad has a successful career with whatever the hell he's doing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he has a, like he has like one or two kids. This is how he spends time with his dad is through FaceTime. And so like hijinks ensue where he's just like, Okay, how does this work? What's going on? And Brad asks him, like, Well, what are you what are you building? And Tim shows him what he's building and goes through everything that he's doing and how he's doing it. Unbeknownst to Tim, Brad is recording this. He's screen recording it. And then he throws it up online.
0: Of course.
1: And it goes viral. Yes. And so like people are like, "Wait, weren't you that guy who had that show, you know, like in Detroit?" And so like everybody, like everybody in the Michigan area was just like, "Oh yeah, I love that guy." Like, "Why, you know, why did the show ever end and everything like that?" And then so all of a sudden because people in Michigan start talking about him online, people outside of Michigan see the clip and they're like, "This guy's hilarious." And also I learned something about building and then, so Tim doesn't know about this, but all of a sudden, like he, people start emailing him, and like people stop him in the street saying, "Like, hey, I saw the clip," and he's like, "What are you talking about? What clip? What are you talking? What what's what's with with the face tube and the whatnot, you know, and things like that."
0: Sure, sure, yeah, that sounds like classic Tim Allen, by the way.
1: And then Brad comes back and says, "Hey, don't be mad, but I recorded you, put it up online, and it went gangbusters." And then he starts thinking, he's like, he's like, maybe this is what I can do with my time is do a web show, and. If I do a web show, maybe I should get my old partner back.
0: Right. Yeah, they do a web series and they do it with their own flavor and style. I like this idea a lot better than what I kind of was going to traject for Tim's next move, which was they weren't going to just bring back tool time, but they were going to kind of do sort of almost not quite a MythBuster style, but sort of like a what not to do when you are learning home improvement because... Because now that he has so much experience under his belt and really does solidly know what he's doing, it's not the accidents anymore. He's doing them on purpose to show you mm-hmm. how to avoid the mistakes. But this is even better. This is very yeah, 2017.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we can we can combine the two. And so I want to say that, so like uh, you want to start running with this story?
0: I like your idea a lot better and it actually fits the real continuity of everything. So let's run with it.
1: So one thing that I had in my head is that with Al would have his own hardware store. Right. And so it's 1999 back then. And so his kids would be old enough to drive and like start going to high school and college and everything like that. So let's say that Al and Trudy have a gaggle of kids, just tons of kids all wearing flannel and they help out at the home improvement store. Like at the. At the oh, boy. You know, like he owns like a, a true value type deal.
0: Sure, sure. And now, how did that weather the recession? Was it okay, or is he still kind of trying to recover from that? Because Detroit,
1: I yeah, I say that because it's in Detroit. Like, let's say that there's a there, there's an interesting side story where you know, like Tim goes in all the time and everything like that, and he like he's going in for donuts. Like, it's it's kind of like this recreation of the old hardware store. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Al took over the hardware store. Okay. Like, actually he might have he might have um, done that in the show actually already. Well Um, I think he was a part owner in the hardware store and so let's say that he expanded and like Okay just like I actually, built it up. Yeah, and, now
0: come to think of it, maybe he did, but you know, with everything kind of just collapsing, I kind of wonder if like a local hardware store really would weather the recession where maybe it got bought out a couple of times, has changed hands, but then he's always had a stake in the ownership. He didn't completely let go. But then maybe this web series, they find a way to marry the two and revitalize the business again.
1: Yes, I was kind of going in that direction too. So I'm glad that you're on the same page because so Tim goes in and, you know, he talks to Alan says like, you know, how things going? He's like, I don't know, my, you know, my, My brothers are telling me that I need to leave Detroit, but I don't want to leave Detroit. I want to stay in the city in a year now. The city's going to be on the upswing and everything like that. Then they start having a conversation about how he's like, my kids were saying, like like the kids come by and say like, oh my God, Uncle Tim, you know, like, (laughs) like everybody's talking about you at school and stuff like that. And so that's when they have the idea. Tim has the idea. He's like, you know what? Why don't we work together again? We advertise the shop and you can help me out with building materials and so, like, the shop is the sponsor of the show, but we do it together. And so instead of Binford, it's Tool Time brought to you by...
0: Al's Hardware. <laughs> Something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines. And, like, Tim, like, as the executive producer, somehow finagled to keep the rights to the name Tool Time.
0: Sure. Yeah, we can skip over the particulars of Whatever. that. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> it just happens. It's TV.
1: It just happens, yeah. And so, and then they just, they go from there. And they, like, Al's like,
0: you know what? Yeah, let's do it. And, and it's a... I mean it's a it's a huge hit right off the bat. I mean they capitalize on the viral success and suddenly they've got kind of like a refound, renewed purpose again even though it's sort mm-hmm. of going back to what they were doing way back when.
1: Right. It, yeah, but it's it's just theirs. It's just the two of them. Maybe like Al's kids are filming it you know, with their iPhones and, <laughs> in, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Maybe they do, I don't know, the promotion or or something, you know, maybe yeah. Brad is uh, big and maybe he's big on PR or something of that nature.
1: Yeah. He's in marketing or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. What's the, okay. So we've established this Jill's all on board because it gets him out of the house. It gets him, you know, to do something. Because she's tired of him just, like, lugging around the house and moping and everything like (laughs) that. So where's the drama, though? Yeah. What is the problem? What happens?
0: Well, what if we do marry the idea that I had with your story and Jill loses her job and suddenly they're in a little bit of a financial hubbub? I mean, maybe Tim has to really, like, maybe he has to get a quote-unquote real job again because without her income, they, they can't afford to live. And then everything goes viral and things start to happen. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. But there's your drama.
1: We're shifting um, structure a little bit because in my mind, it would be like this would be the revival of Tool Time would be towards the beginning. Like that would be the the rising action.
0: Mm. And see, I'm thinking of it a little more toward the middle slash end where, hey, things really are going to work out okay. And look at how happy everything is okay. toward the end. Happy ending.
1: Okay, okay, well then, okay, so let's, I think that's good, because I don't have an alternative. Okay. Where, like, it it would be, like, oh, this is the great thing, but then something goes horribly wrong. Uh Uh-huh. So, I guess that could be, like, towards the beginning, like, things are going, yeah, let's do that, where things are going well, Tim doesn't have a job, because he doesn't have to have one, because she's making such good money, and, but then something happens, and, so how does she lose her job? Why does she lose Uh,
0: her job? Probably just good old cutbacks, Let's say she is a school counselor. She's working, I don't know, at a community college or a university. They're cutting back on school. Well,
1: hold on, hold on a okay. minute. Hold what, on what's a minute. your
0: bright idea then, sir? Uh we we were we were going
1: with my idea where she had her own practice. Oh, if right. you do okay.
0: recall uh, shoot. Okay. Well, that makes it a lot harder then, because <laughs> there's a lot more at stake there. There's a lot more lot more pieces.
1: So how about this? Okay, how about this? She has a partner. So she has a very successful, successful practice, but she has a partner and they, it's 50, 50. They have a falling out Mm. and he takes more than half of the clients. Like he takes most of the clients. And so Jill comes home and says, oh man, what's his name? He left. He took the Rolodex and he's gone. He cut ties, he cuts business. And so now I only have a handful of clients. So we're going to have to start cutting back things aren't dire but like life won't be able to stay the same we're going to have to make some changes
0: okay i kind of like that uh yeah maybe her partner is just a real jerk and that's why he took <laughs> so many of the clients with him like he didn't do it in a good way they were not necessarily just his clients you know he did a jerk thing yeah. uh and so then jill has a little fraction of what she had and is going to stake it out on her own but the rebuilding process is going to take a long time that makes sense that makes yeah. sense
1: that way we're not like, oh my God, are they going to lose the house? Are they going to be kicked out on the street? It's really just like, whoa, like we like we cannot live as lavishly as we have been. Like, Tim, you're going to have to start pulling your weight. You're going to have to cut the projects down. And in classic Tim fashion, he's just like, well, I don't want to cut the projects right. down. Like, I don't want to stop spending money on my projects. And so all of this happens at the same time when Brad releases the viral video and everything like that. And so that in his mind, he's like, whoa, I can save the family as well as keep my projects. There you, know? you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then once everything's set in motion, they're home free.
1: Yeah. And so what are some of the things that New Age Tool Time would run into? Like, would they run into trolls? Would they, <laughs> like, would they have an issue with advertising money? Would Tim have a Twitter? Would they have to manage a Facebook page? Oh. You know, like What kind of 2017 things would happen?
0: Well, no doubt they would. I mean, they'd have their YouTube channel. They'd have to have their press. Well, I mean, Brad could be working PR through running the social media networks. Of course, they've got to be on Facebook and on Twitter and all of that fun stuff. Uh, I do think the YouTube comments are going to take them aback a little bit. Like, look at these old guys. You know, for as much as people (laughs) like them, there's still some very horrible, rude things. And I think that might make a nice comedic bit.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see them screw around with... 360 video on their shows
0: oh that could be kind of fun
1: we see this big whole bit where they they plant a 360 camera in the middle of the shop and then just the hijinks that ensue as they're just running around and we see them run around the camera (laughs) sparks are flying you know things are breaking you know like he's dangling off of a ladder and everything like that and it's all in glorious 360 so i'm just like i'm just imagining see that's the thing is that like i'm seeing this more as a limited reunion series now where they have like six episodes, kind of like X-Files did instead of a TV movie.
0: Oh, really? Mm.
1: I am because, here's the thing, is that, like, I want to see that 360 episode. I want to see the episode where they get a Facebook page. I want to see an episode where, you know, they're building all of this. And, and I want to see an episode where maybe their numbers are down. And so they're like, okay, we got to bring somebody on. And so we have a special guest. You know, like, I want to see those things happen. And you can't really do that all in one TV movie. Or maybe you can. Maybe you can. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. And... You can do this in a two hour TV movie. That is
0: exactly where my mind was heading. Was maybe we do more than one hour, we stretch it to two. I think theoretically you could. I'm really not into the idea of stretching it out into several, like even a mini run of episodes. I feel like six even is too many, but then three is too little. Do we need all those details, though? Are they really that exciting? I love the 360 idea, but things like, oh, they've set up the Facebook page. Okay, so what? Everybody's got a good freaking Facebook page. Well, it, would, <laughs> it wouldn't
1: just be like, oh, watch Tim and Al set up a Facebook right. page. You know, like, it wouldn't be that. It would be like they set it up and then a storyline would happen from that. But, I, you know, okay, I, I'll totally cave because I you convinced me. Uh, let's do a two-hour TV movie. Two this. hours. And then, you know, they can combine all of this where... This is them, like, trying to maintain their viral success because we all know that, you know, like, ev- just because you went viral doesn't mean you will maintain your viewership.
0: Right. Yeah, you get your five minutes, if you're lucky, of fame. But it just so happens maybe the kids, they – you know, the kids go right to work. They jump on this, and that keeps things bumping. Yeah,
1: And so when I was talking about – like, when I was talking about – things that happen on Twitter with the three, like that you have the 360 video and you have like everything like that, that happens after everything goes viral because they keep trying new things, but they're old guys trying new things with the help of kids online and everything like that. And so that's the story that gets us towards the end. And so the resolution is there. And then the struggle is them trying to maintain their audience, maintain interest so that one, like Tim can get advertising money Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to keep the family afloat and so Al can keep his business afloat right, and everything like that. And so that maybe that's where we get some of our continued drama where it's up and down where like, oh, the viewership is down so the ad revenue is down and so they got to try new things to get that consistent flow in. And so that, okay, that I think will serve both masters where the initial drama at the beginning is Jill losing her job and so Tim has to do this and then it's maintaining that viewership Until the end.
0: Okay. Okay. So then what is the conclusion necessarily? Because then we're kind of just fading off. I mean, the success is the happy apex moment. And then we're going to slide down just a little bit by trying to maintain it. What happens then? How are we resolving it?
1: Yeah. There's got to be some sort of resolution. There's got to be some sort of happy ending, some sort of button where here are two options where one is everybody's happy. Jill, Jill, behind the scenes somehow finds a way to get her clients back. Like that's her storyline that she's been struggling with that throughout the entire TV movie is trying to get her clients back, trying to get her practice up and running again and shows she succeeds. What she does is like, maybe she finds a new partner who has like can have an influx of people.
0: No, I have a better idea. What if she gets an apology from her jerk ex-partner?
1: See, that's the thing is that I don't know if I like that idea because if somebody did that to me, you can't like if somebody does that to you in business, you can never trust them again. And I would I would never trust them again. So an apology would be nice. Yeah, well But we need a financial it, solution. Well, here
0: okay. Hear me out, hear me out. Maybe he realizes what a jerk he was. What he did was wrong. Maybe he's not doing so hot himself. Even though he took the lion's share of the clients, maybe he realizes he's a horrible businessman. He can't run things on his own. So he comes crawling back to Jill and she says no, you ruined it. So he comes back with an apology, but she's standing up for herself because she's had enough of this crap.
1: That's fine. We, we can add that. We can add that to that.
0: So, I mean, you know, Jill, she's she's going to be strong. She's going to be she's going to stand her ground. You know, she's not going to just let she's not going to be pushed around. Basically is what I think that might, that might be a good way to kind of resolve her storyline is, you know what? No, maybe things aren't so great right now, but you know what? I'm going to keep working hard and they're going to be, and you made your own bed, mister. Now lie in it. We are through.
1: I think that's a great emotional arc for Jill, but I think we need a financial one as well. So hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. This is the two endings that I was talking about that we could, that we could go, or if you think of something different, where... Jill succeeds, however she does, either by getting another partner or pulling herself up by her own bootstraps. And so she goes to Tim and says, okay, you don't have to work anymore. You don't have to worry about the success. You can stop. Like, you you can stop doing the show because we're fine. And here's the two ways that can go. Their viewership is horrible. It was viral at the beginning, but they could not maintain their audience. They could not maintain, you know, like, people's interest their follower count on their subscriber count on YouTube went way down their follower count on Twitter and and Facebook and everything like that went way down. So they can say like, okay, well maybe we'll just do this because we love doing it. Maybe it's, you know, like it's not so much because we're not doing it for the ad revenue, we can focus on things that we love instead of just the gimmicks. Like we don't have to screw around with 360 video. We don't have to worry about pissing anybody off on Twitter or anything like that. Like we can just do the projects we love and maybe people will come back because of that genuine love that we have for it. Yeah. And then, like, I'd say that that's a realistic ending because you you can't always maintain viewership or audience numbers. Right. Or we can have the happy go lucky where Jill is like, hey, you know, like, I, I saved the day and we're, I got my practice back. And Home Improvement just has such a wild success that they get even bigger corporate sponsorship and they offer to buy out Al's Home Improvement store but says that he can stay in Detroit if he wants to. And so like that's the happy-go-lucky, everybody's amazing ending versus the much more realistic in 2017 ending. What do you think?
0: (laughs) I am much more a fan of the 2017 realistic ending because I think, yes, it is more realistic. It's a little more relatable. But also, I just love the way that resolves where Jill is going to make just enough money for them to get by. And I love the idea of Tim really just trying to keep thinking of more and more outrageous things to keep getting the views. And then the harder he tries, the more they fall.
1: Right. So
0: then he comes to that realization of, Oh, you know what? Okay. Financially, this is not going to be the hit that I was hoping it would be, but I'm going to keep doing it because I love it. And I'm going to do it as if nobody's watching. And so then, you know what, then maybe they have a steady loyal audience. Maybe it's not huge, yeah. but they have a following and that's good enough. And he does it because he loves it. And I think that's a nice little moral of the story. And we end on a happy enough note.
1: I think that's the way to go. How do we resolve Al's storyline? Like his problem with, with uh, the home improvement store and everything like that.
0: Maybe the viralness of the videos and doing the web series enough is just enough to help it squeak by. He's going to be okay.
1: He's like, we're not living like hogs, but we'll be all right. We'll be good for another year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they're getting by. Again, good enough. It's not a raging success. They're not multi-millionaires, but you know what? Yeah. Neither are a lot of us. So <laughs> that is okay. So uh, there we go. I think we've got it. Yeah,
1: I, I think so too. I think we came to, I think we were able to blend a lot of our ideas. And, and I like the, that added emotional arc to Jill. I think that grounds her a little bit more in the series and gives her more to do than just be this person behind the scenes who makes the money.
0: Right, yeah, we need something for her too, definitely. Because yeah. I mean, really, she and Tim—they're the big characters in this. The kids are going to be very much secondary. We hardly did anything with them.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with not seeing the kids and only seeing Brad on Facetime here and there. Like, I'm I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, we also have to consider. Let's just say this was gonna possibly be a real thing it might very well be possible maybe jonathan taylor thomas does not want to come back you know what i mean you have a trap door you don't have to include them if they don't want to come back
1: and also the actor who played wilson passed away so right like we couldn't bring him on obviously and you wouldn't want to replace his that his character with an actor no so
0: oh no absolutely not
1: yeah so i think we went in the right direction
0: yeah i do think though it would be very sweet somehow to acknowledge that
1: Yes. Yeah. There needs to be a wink and a nod to Wilson not being there.
0: Yeah. The reunion would not be complete without that. But yes, we do need to. That's all. That is about all we need to do, though.
1: Maybe they don't even reference it. But on their fence, hanging on their fence is Wilson's hat.
0: I love it. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. Like as a memorial, as in like as a reminder that he's always there, you know, at the fence giving advice, even though he's gone.
0: Maybe, just maybe, you could even be a little more in your face. Like, when things start going bad, you could have Tim put in a line of just, gosh, what would Wilson say to me right now? I really wish he was here. He would know exactly what to do.
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's good.
0: That'd be very sweet. And then you acknowledge it. And then it's there. And you go on.
1: And then you move on. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. We have our home improvement revival, our TV movie, our reunion (laughs) show.
0: Yes, our 2-hour spectacular and then no more.
1: <laughs> I th- I think I think that was pretty good. I think that was pretty good.
0: Honestly, I would watch that.
1: Yeah, I would too.
0: I would watch it because it's 2 hours of my life, it's not going to be completely wasted. I'm going to be entertained, I'm going to enjoy it, and then I can get on with my life to the next best thing.
1: All right, well thank you everybody for tuning in and listening and please subscribe and please go to the nerdpride.com for all of our episodes as well as all of our other shows. We have new content from the Nerd Party coming to you every single day of a week, so please go there and check out uh, what your favorite flavors are because we have something for everybody and also go to facebook.com slash the nerd party give us a like and uh, start a conversation uh, as well as go to find us on Twitter at join nerd party where we have our nerd question of the day we try to give it to you every day but uh every it comes uh, it comes a little less frequently than that just
0: comes out whenever it comes out
1: man yeah well, there you go man
0: <laughs> we're a little spontaneous we'll keep you hanging maybe there is one, well, maybe there isn't
1: and please also uh, talk to us about like what what did you think of this revival? What would you have done differently, or what's a revival that you would have liked to have seen instead of home improvement? Uh, go to the slash contact select punch it from the drop down menu send us an email and Shar, uh, where can we find you on on Twitter
0: You can hit me up at oh the profanity and let me know if you're as exhausted of nostalgic reboots and revivals as I am
1: and you can find me at the insane robin and uh you know what i'm pretty happy with this uh with this episode because it definitely has more power because we punched it
0: ready for warp sir let's punch it
1: join the revolution join the nerd party